Grab some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. All right, two weeks from the Western Conservative Summit. It's coming up so quick. This is the busy time of year for us. As you can imagine, things are just absolutely nutty. One reporter once called the Western Conservative Summit Conservapalooza. It's the best way to describe it. It's different. It's, it's, it's two full days. of we, we have a mechanical bull at the Western Conservative Summit. CPAC, no mechanical bull. We're leading the way. <laughs> Western Conservative Summit, June 9th and 10th at the Colorado Convention Center. It's our 14th one. We have had uh, over 500 speakers brought to the West as a result of the Western Conservative Summit, um, introducing the, our issues, our people, the whole culture. It's not a D.C. conservative conference. We get them out of the swamp. They get to come and be a part of true Westerners and get to understand our issues, which are very, very different. There's an old saying in Colorado that whiskey's for drinking and water's for fighting. If you live in D.C., you have no idea why water is is so important to the West. But out here, it is important. So tickets are on sale at westernconservativesummit.com, westernconservativesummit.com. We're going to celebrate everything Western, rugged individualism, personal freedom, patriotism, strong families. Now, I got to tell you, youth conference sold out, sold out the youth conference. We're partnering with Patriot Academy. Fantastic event there. Workshops sold out, over 30 of them. CSU professors and incredible sponsors leading workshops two days of workshops we can go deep on these particular issues we still have general admission tickets so if you want to be a part of what we're doing at the summit and gosh you know here in colorado we need some encouragement it is so broken and we're not in the business of politics we're not we don't get anybody elected we're a nonpartisan organization but elections showcase realities especially as it relates to values Look at this. It, we used to laugh off California, Oregon, Washington. Oh, it's the left coast. Now, in 2020, Joe Biden wins Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, Nevada. There's a Democrat U.S. senator in Montana. The, the West is shifting. Donald Trump only won five of 13 Western states. Joe Biden got over one-third of all the Electoral College votes he needed just in the Western United States. And when I talk to conservatives, they often kind of go to this, like, old 90s mindset. We're like, yeah, the, of course, the, the, the West is conservative. Don't you have a, a Republican governor in Colorado? We've had one Republican governor since the 60s in Colorado, and that was in the 90s. But no, there's not a single Republican elected statewide in the, in the state of Colorado. Same thing with California. And near super majorities in leadership of these states. The LA Times finally picked up on this. We've been talking about this for two years. The LA Times finally picked up on this. They call it the New West. It's true. The West is changing. So one of my very favorite things about the Western Conservative Summit is this like amazing God-given talent that I got 
to identify the next generation of major conservative leaders. So let's just go back. 2016, Ben Shapiro takes the stage. 2018, Matt Walsh takes the stage. 2019, Isabel Brown takes the stage. We've had all of these incredibly talented young conservatives come through on their way to superstardom. And some are kind enough to remember us on their way. And they still come back to visit us. But this one speaker that I'm bringing this year that I am super excited about, Kara McKinney, she's on Tipping Point on the OAN Network. She took over for Liz Wheeler. Remember Liz? Liz has gone on to superstardom. So who, who is the next in line? Well, it's Kara McKinney. And Kara's doing a fantastic Every time I'm on her show, and I listen to her opening monologues. It's like it's up there with Tucker Carlson. You're looking for you're looking for something that good. It's Kara McKinney on the OAN Network. Kara, thanks so much for being on the show with us. Jeff, you're far far too kind. Thank you so much for having me. I don't even know what to say. I I just truly appreciate it. you're one of my favorite guests. Very insightful. I love having you on all the time. Well, I'm her go-to pot yeah. guy. So like, when we're discussing just the stupidity of not legalizing drugs, because that's what they sell it as. Oh, it's a, it's a social justice thing. Oh, by the way, this drug's already here. So why don't we legalize it and tax it? What they're doing, what they're actually doing is commercializing the drugs and then just getting a whole bunch of born people addicted to it. So, yeah, that's what we often talk on. Uh, on her show. So Kara, give us a little background. You kind of just, you're very young. You're in your early 20s. Is that right? 26. 26. Yeah, I was going on to the early 20s. So now she's in the mid-20s. She's mid-20s. So, um, I I mean, to have your own cable network television show at 26, Kara McKinney, OAN, how did that happen? You know, so... For me, it really is just God. You know, one thing I've joked about before when speaking is you see a lot of people in this industry and they'll sell their soul, so to speak, sometimes quite literally to get even their toehold into any kind of media, politics, you name it. For me, it was almost the opposite. Ever since I was really young, I felt very close to God. I felt very called by God. I just didn't know how to express that. So through school, regular K-12 through public education, I would just debate teachers. But anyway... I hope. Um, but just in the back and forth, sometimes I'd have teachers write me long essays saying why you're wrong. And then I'd write back <laughs> the very next night saying, no, why you're wrong. And we'd go back and forth. There were many teachers I would do that with. But wow. yeah, and so I went through high school. And I um, graduated, but I still didn't know what I was going to do. So I thought maybe nursing. So I was in a lot of math and science classes at community college, still debating teachers. Couldn't get hired anywhere, though. This was around 2014, 2015. There was minimum wage issues in California. Everything was going up. So a lot of companies were thinking, well, why are we going to hire some young, know-nothing kid when we, if we have to pay so much money, you know, minimum, we're going to hire someone who has more experience. And so I kind of found myself in that conundrum. If you want this job, you need five years of experience. Well, how can I get the experience if no one hires me? So I still had it in my room. I couldn't get hired at Chipotle, McDonald's, Panda Express. They wouldn't even give me an interview. And I'm sitting there sweating bullets, 18, 19 years old, thinking, what am I going to do? And then my dad, he was a big fan of OAN, and he would watch. I'd be making dinner, and I'd hear Liz or Grandma in the back. And I just, my dad's like, how about you just apply? And I figured, yeah, right. I can't get hired at McDonald's. How am I going to get hired there? Well, you know, lots of prayer, like I said. I wrote a cover letter. Because um, I didn't have a resume to speak of. I only worked at the mall for a few weeks, so not a lot of job experience. Wrote the cover letter, explained who I was, my background, debating teachers. 
And within seven hours, I got a call back. They said the CEO himself of One American News and AWE wants to talk to me. I was so surprised. I call right back and I say, thank you very much. I'll be right there. We have the interview. Mr. H, you know, we got along very well. And he was telling me, so what kind of a job are you interested in? I just flat out told him, I said, I don't have any experience. I said, aren't there people who get coffee for the talent? I can do that. I can go on coffee <laughs> runs. And he was laughing. And he's like, no, don't we'll start you in the newsroom. So I started in the newsroom, was writing for, for broadcast, moved up to producer, moved up to talk show producer with After Hours with Alex Salvi. And then Liz, when she left September of 2020, I was 24 years old, and they needed someone full-time to take over for her. And they called me and they said, can you do it? And I, you don't even know the stress I went through. Because like I said, I feel like God kept opening these doors, public speaking, being on, you know, on camera with some of my insecurities. So it's all my biggest fears. <laughs> but I felt God was opening those doors and pushing me through. And I really was accident- accidental and I give it all to God. That's that's how I got here. You know, Abraham Lincoln felt that way very much about his own presidency. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've read his biographies or his own kind of journals, but he called himself the Driftwood President. Yeah. Um, he just wasn't like he felt like the Lord <laughs> just kind of took him. And and uh, if you saw that movie Lincoln by Daniel Day Lewis, one of my very favorite movies of all time, though that uh, the dreams he had where he felt like he yeah. was being propelled. Yep. through like um, like a, a, like a, a darkness almost um, towards a light, a shining light. Those were actually true uh, to who Lincoln was. He had those types of dreams. So uh, yeah. the Lord is at work in Kara McKinney. That's so that is exactly why uh, you got to come to the summit. This is these are the people that are, are on their way up. I guarantee you we, we have this amazing track record. And um, and they become wonderful friends of the summit. They hang out. They come back. But um, it's one of the great gifts we have is to watch this talent come on up. Um, you go to CPAC, you're going to see the big names. You know that's kind of the big, the uh, the big show. But um, here you get the chance to actually meet a kind of up and coming rising stars, which is very cool at the Western Conservative Summit, June 9th and 10th. WesternConservativeSummit.com. So Kara, when we come back, uh, we're going to have Kara on for the second segment here. I I need a little hope from Kara mm-hmm. McKinney because I didn't know Kara was based in California. <laughs> and uh, after this last elections in Colorado, because so we were in Colorado and, and generally we were a swing state and we have all these problems, crime, homelessness, uh, drug overdoses. And I thought for sure, for sure. Knowing the state I grew up in, there would be a changeover. So we had divided government in some capacity. There would be a change. And our state doubled down on radical leftism. And so one of my very good friends runs the California Family Policy Group there, Jonathan Keller. I texted Jonathan and I said, well, how do you get up in the morning? Where's the fight? How do you live in a blue state? And so Kara McKinney, the great host of of uh, Tipping Point on OAN Network. I'm going to ask you, how do you have hope? How do you have energy? How do you have excitement? How do you keep the fight going when it's so overwhelming and so hard? We're going to continue this conversation when we come back. Friends, don't forget your tickets still on sale. WesternConservativeSummit.com, only two weeks away. You will be inspired. You'll be educated you'll be activated to go out there and make a change. We're previewing all the speakers you're going to be hearing at this year's summit on the Frontier Freedom Hour. We'll be right back after these messages. 